Fam to another episode of Entertainment Exchange. Yet another episode. Hey. We are good in the hood. Wayne, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. For those dog. of you who do not know who Wayne is, Wayne, who are you? I'm Wayne the Hat Trick Wizzy Well. That's right. Wayne the Hat Trick. No, I'm not gonna say no, that's not your real name. Give me my let's, credit, dog. Let's be honest, that's not your real name. I, I rolled up here like this, dog. I rolled up. <laughs> I pulled up to the spot. For those of you who it's your first time listening, we are Entertainment Exchange. Your one-stop hub for social commentary and news on movies, TV shows, sports, culture, politics? Eh, sometimes. Sometimes if we have to. That's right. So, Wayne, how was your week? Yo, my week was chill. What'd you do? I didn't do anything. Anything? No, I'm kidding. I went out. Actually, I, I took my friend out for her 21st birthday this week. Nice. Shout out to Haley. Turn up! Let's get it. Oh, no. <laughs> Little <Sorry>. pump. <laughs> hey. I'm not gonna lie, I don't like these like mumble rapper people. Yeah. But Lil Pump's song, Ish Get It, it's not like good, on. but the beat, the beat got me hype. The beat, fam? Yes. I'm up and then my beat go off. What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> did, did the beat go off? <laughs> I love that. That is so dumb, but it, it works so hey, well. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, right now, we're gonna get into our segment called Weekly Catch Up. So we're gonna talk about what happened in the past week and we're gonna talk about it with you guys um for those of you who are listening right now on twitter if you want to comment on the episode as you're listening to it use the hashtag pod in on twitter and that way when you can see it we can see your discussions while you're listening to the episode so first up for the weekly catch up segment wayne did you see this is a weird like news segment but it's interesting there's a species of ants that can quote unquote commit suicide and blow up if their colony is threatened. No, I, I did not see this. So, it's this species of ants called, like, literally, exploding, et cetera, et cetera, like the scientific name. And these ants, okay, if their colony is threatened, and it, it's like the worker ants. It's not all of them. It's only a certain amount. These ants will, like, like squeeze their torso like they're doing, like, an ab workout mm-hmm. and explode, <laughs> like, legitimately. And now the explosion is not a Michael Bay <laughs> <laughs> we won't be blinded or anything. It's not Transformers, but these ants will explode and like secrete like uh, goo, juice, whatever from them, and mm-hmm. it blinds other insects that are trying to attack the colony, allowing other ants to then just swarm over them and eat them. No, it's that's crazy. pretty smart. It's crazy, but they die. Well, yeah, you, you died. Yeah, but. but that's crazy. I'm just thinking about that. I, look, the world is a scary place. That's like the ants uh, are the smartest creatures. Ready? There's planet. a beetle called the bombardier beetle that shoots out like acid. Yeah. When see, it's attacked, like the world is a scary place, guys. That's why I don't watch Bear Grylls. <laughs> that's why I don't watch. I ain't going to the Amazon. I ain't messing around with any of that. Cause they be on some weird stuff. For real. Uh, next up, Action Comics. For those of you who don't read comics, this is a little segue. Action Comics is a Help me Superman out. stories. Okay. Now, granted, there's a comic called Superman. Uh huh. His first comic was called Action Comics. Okay. The first action comic sold for, I believe it was $4 million. Like the first mint condition. Someone kept it, say all that stuff. 
Four million away from the air, so it wouldn't deteriorate. Yeah, four million dollars. Can I just stumble upon one of these? That, that's real exactly quick? what happened. Some oh, this is in my attic or whatever, and it was sealed. And then like wait twenty years and, and just be like, hey, exactly. I still have this. So they just celebrated issue one thousand. So Ooh. big ups to you, Superman, aka Clark Kent. We know who you is, aka take them glasses you take off. Take those glasses off, and we know you put them back on. <laughs> we still know. Okay. The same thing with Batman. Where I forgot what I was with. Maybe a, a college humor skit or something where a guy was talking and someone walks up to him because he said something. He was like, <clears throat> and the guy like, hold on. And he put his hand over his eyes and his nose. You're Batman. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. Oh, got to love comics. Um, next up, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Yeah. Black Ops was a game back in the day. Oh, for sure. You feel me? Yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Zambies. Is what'd you say, zombies? Zombies, yeah. They are considering ditching the campaign. Boo. Okay. To focus on multiplayer, zombies, and they may be implementing a battle royale mode similar to PUBG, similar to Fortnite, similar to, and then 30 other games. So, th- for those of you who don't know what a battle royale mode is, it's basically. 100 people get dropped in a location and you need to fight each other until there's one person left and that person is a victor. So, what do you think? Um, first off, I really only play Call of Duty games for the campaign mode. So you're the like so, the, the rare percentage of yeah, people that do that. I love the <laughs> campaign modes. And I sometimes play the multiplayer mode, but I'm not good. Like I've never been good enough to uh-huh. like, keep up Call with everyone else. Call of fast pace, man. Yeah, like the game it's comes out crazy. and then like like one day later everyone's like oh i'm 50 prestige yeah and like i'm i'm still like on level two <laughs> and my game's still loading on the yeah on so like how did you do this <laughs> anyway so i mean i like the battle royale mode because i like fortnite yeah. i like PUBG. but so will it be i don't know if it'll be good though well see to keep me, in mind Black Ops stories uh-huh. were some of the better ones yeah of the call of duty like obviously modern warfare stories were good yeah but the last few like iterations the world war two one was good Excuse me. Um, the World War Two one was good, but the like the futuristic stuff, poo. Yeah, poo cheese. Even the one with Kevin Spacey, I was like, Kevin Spacey's in it, and then he molested people. <laughs> so we're not gonna talk about Kevin Spacey. But the original Black Ops ones with the whole like that eighties era, like Vietnam and all that stuff, those were legit. Mm-hmm. Why would you get rid of those campaigns? Because or the campaign like similar to that with the whole like numbers and all that stuff in the guy's head. Yeah, it was like like I was like, that's legit. Why would you not? Is that the one where like the loading screen? He would sit in the chair. Yeah, yeah, because that's the guy from Avatar. Yeah, uh, Sam Worthington played him, where he was like a double agent, a secret agent. And then we talked like about that. Yeah, and I, they're making a Call of Duty movie franchise, like in the future. Which I was like, yo, make it on the Blackhawk because it would be dope. Why would you take that away? Unless you were like, listen, we can't do a story because so. everyone loves battle royale now. I, th- I think that's what it is. So we'll see. I mean. I have hope, but... They're just trying to compete with Fortnite, honestly. And PUBG. Everyone's playing Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, Next, there was one person dead on a Southwest flight. Did you see that? So, a Southwest engine turbine blew many explosions, or had malfunction and blew in and threw shrapnel into the plane. Mm -hmm. Okay? Lady at the seat next to the engine died, unfortunately. So, the shrapnel comes in through the glass, makes a hole in the plane... So it hits her body, then her body gets sucked into the hole and stops in the hole. Crazy. <gasps> so they had to make an emergency landing in Philly, and that lady died. But that happened. Well, so prayers out to that family, because that's that's an unfortunate 
It's going to be a while before I get back on another plane. Yo, so. but really, though, <laughs> let's talk about that. I don't um, I don't do planes. Last but not least, Starbucks. Have you lost your entire mind? <laughs> so, for those who do not know what happened in Starbucks, this is what happened at Starbucks. Go ahead and preach. There were two black guys, black gentlemen, African-American gentlemen, mm-hmm. who walked into Starbucks and sat down. Uh-huh. And were waiting for another friend mm-hmm. to come so they could discuss business or whatever. They were just waiting for another friend. Uh, and I'll talk as I explain the story. We'll, I'll tell more information. Then uh, the manager of Starbucks calls the police. I guess she was threatened or I don't know. She called the police and the police come and they're and they're calmly asking people questions. And they're asking the black guys questions. And the guys are like, well, we're just here waiting for a friend. Like, we literally just came and sat down because we're waiting for a friend. So the, they begin the process of arresting these two black gentlemen. Then their friend comes in. And their friend's like, well, what are you guys doing? They were just waiting for me. We were about to get coffee. And the police tells them, no, you can't do that. That's Apparently, you, you're not allowed to do that. And so that guy gets agitated. And he's, like, looking around. He's like... Does anybody think this is like ridiculous? There's a video of all this stuff that you can watch, uh, mm-hmm. EX fam. But he's like, is this ridiculous? Like, everyone sits in Star. People sit in Starbucks all the time without ordering oh, so. anything. I do that more times than to, I go in to, to get coffee. To use the Wi Fi, number one, because that's like Pan. I said Pandora. They uh-huh. use Pan. Uh, they use Pandora in Starbucks, but Starbucks is kind of like implied. Like it's a location where you guys meet up, people in business or whatever, and that's like. That's how their store is pushed. It's like mm-hmm. a meeting place that you can have coffee in. And n- not you don't have to like order as soon as you come in. You can come in and sit down. Yeah. Many people do that. Uh-huh. So, these two black guys get arrested. Okay? Thank the Lord they didn't like get angry and do something else cuz I would Lord knows it would have been a 10 times worse situation. So they get arrested, they get handcuffed, etc. and they get tried and the charges get dropped because obviously there's there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Literally, there's there's no case there. Yeah. So, the CEO of Starbucks finds out about this. That manager of that Starbucks is gone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, and he he meets he flies those two black gentlemen and he meets with them in person to apologize and then explain and ask what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, they talk to them, etc. I think it was a couple days ago now, and this is the end of the story. Starbucks has closed down all stores. I think it's May 29th or May 25th. EX fam, correct me. One of those days to do, shout out to the office, to do, uh, um, uh, what was that called? The, when, when they were talking the, to Mr. Brown. The racial bias uh, training or something uh, what was like it that? Called? Or the, diversity day. The diversity. To basically do diversity yes. day training for all of Starbucks. Because... The CEO understands, like, nah, this is not, like, this ain't good. Why did why did this store do that? We got to fix it 100%. So they're closing down all their stores for that day, which is going to lose them a couple million dollars. Yeah. To go through that training so they'll that make, this doesn't they'll happen again. They'll make it again. back the next day. So. They'll make it back the next day. Uh, kudos to the CEO for doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, the last piece of news that came out a couple days ago was that... The, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do this without with a straight face, so because I, I can see Wayne. For those of you who can't see him, which is everybody, Wayne's gonna get really mad. Uh, they called the police two minutes after 
They get the I was I was going to say that because like at, <laughs> it was like at 4 some 4:35 they walked in the police yeah. were called at 4:37. Yes. So they literally had time to walk in, sit down. That's it. Yeah. Literally look around for a minute and the manager's like, "Oh no." And called the police within 2 minutes of them arriving. Yes. So, this is my take. <laughs> it's wrong. I put fault on the manager. I, I put fault uh, on the manager. Uh, yes. 1,000%. Because it's her bias and, and her calling the the police, It's that's the problem. Okay? I know in a in a protest-friendly, like, yeah, society that everyone's like, well, we need to protest Starbucks and all that. And I'm like, in my opinion, Starbucks, the company, doesn't represent that. However, when you have someone work for you that does that, one, they got rid of that person quickly, thank the Lord. But mm-hmm. it's it's the entire, like, the company's views and the co- the way the company is operated. If you act out as a part of that company, then everyone thinks the company acts out. That's how it is. Yeah. And that's why Starbucks is literally like, oh, crap, we got to do this. We got to Because I don't think Starbucks is, in, you know, inadvertently racist. However, that person who acted like that now... Has now has made hundreds and thousands of people think Starbucks is racist for sure, like one thousand percent. Yeah, and that's why I'm glad that the CEO like understood and didn't like kind of. He didn't only make a statement. He said, "Okay, get those two guys over here. Let's talk to them. Let's figure out what's going on. Let's make a diversity day, quote unquote, training. Let's let's make sure this never happens again." Kudos to you, to the person who caused all the situation. They were in there for two minutes, fam. What is wrong with you, <laughs> Wayne? What you got to say? Look, I just want to say, first and foremost, I'm glad that that lady is gone. Or whoever, was it a lady? I think it was a lady. It was yeah. a lady, yeah. I'm glad she's gone. Um, she earned this. She put this on herself. Like DJ Khaled said, you played yourself. And this is your consequence. DJ Khaled, we the best music. But she's not the best person right about now. Hey. So... <laughs> <laughs> so so second not only did it take her two minutes to feel some type of way about these gentlemen uh-huh she actually went up to them before they, when they about w- it when they sat down they walked into the store because i watched them they were on uh i think it was good morning america and yeah. they were having an interview with uh what, what's her name i don't know her name robin but, the 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 black, the, the black lady with short hair robin i think is her name okay they were having an interview with her and then some other dude and uh they were saying how they sat down and i think it was that lady the manager approached them and said can we get you anything and then they told them they told her like no we're just waiting on a friend yeah and that's when she was like okay <laughs> Police are here. Nine one one. That's like what? Like why is that? They your have reaction? guns. They have what? Like why is what? That your I don't understand what was going through her mind. Now we're just waiting for a friend. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! They're like, waiting for a friend. They're gonna get us. The blacks are coming. Like that's basically like how did how are you feeling threatened in that moment where you're like and uh, they were they were trying to have a real like a realtors meeting like exactly they, it wasn't like hey what let's, kind of. Like they were like in a le- like a legit business conversation that they were trying to have. Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, let's take videos of everything. It was like, nah, we, we gotta get some business done. Yeah. What the heck is wrong with you? So that my my thing, not only is it that they she literally went up and asked them, Can we get you anything? And they were like, No, we're waiting on somebody and she still called the police. My thing is also that it took they the meeting 
was at 445. Uh-huh, 445. Perfect. They showed up 10 minutes early uh-huh. because they are punctual. They don't run on CPT time or CPT, whatever. Uh-huh. They are punctual African-American What's CPT people. CPT for those who are not? Colored people time. That's right. And 10 minutes late. Yes, that's colored people time. <laughs> Maybe they should have run on CPT. Maybe they should have just stayed true to their roots and they would have been fine. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's a bad way to look at it. I'm sorry, guys. Um, they showed up 10 minutes early. They showed up 10 minutes early and sat down. And the dude they were waiting for actually showed up almost like on time. But mm-hmm. I think he showed up a little bit before that uh-huh. because the police, she called him within two minutes. They said the phone call to the police came at 437. <laughs> Four thirty. So, seven. so what happened is they literally walked in, sat down. She went to go talk to them immediately. Immediately, they said, "No, we're just waiting for a friend." She left and called nine one one in the span of two minutes. Yes, in all of that happened of in two, two minutes. minutes. Their life changed in two minutes. Gosh, that's a book. Two minutes. Starbucks. There, there, there's a book that you can. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yes, there's a movie coming out. It's Being gonna be profile. two minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> racial profiling is wrong <laughs> yes, that's all it that's says. it man that's crazy anyway starbucks y'all i mean y'all handled it he handled it pretty well the aftermath the aftermath yes but i i whoever the lady is i bet she's not getting any more managerial mm-mm, positions mm-mm, anywhere mm-mm. as soon as they see that name oh you that one lady deuces fam that did that did that you can, go work, you can go work at mcdonald's <laughs> and flip them burgers but you can't come over here and manage this store not today not today all right, that's it for our catch-up segment. Now, on to the movies and TV show news. Yeah. First up on the movie and TV show news, yo, How to Train Your Dragon Trace is coming March 1st, 2019. Fam, How to Train Your Dragon is my jaw. You, you're very quiet. Did you not like it? You've never seen can, it? Can I say something here? Oh, gosh, What? Okay, so I saw the first one. I saw yeah. the first How to Train Your Dragon, and yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then I saw the second one, Uh huh. but it wasn't in the context that I would have liked to see the second one, because it was, we were on a bus to beach retreat, oh. and they played it on the bus, uh-huh. and you know how kids say, just don't be quiet. They don't be quiet. So I just can't hear the movie. So I was watching the movie, uh-huh. couldn't hear anything, but I would want to say that I enjoyed the second one, <laughs> just <laughs> by looking no at it. No <laughs> Just by looking at it, I think I enjoyed it. I mean, so I guess I'm ready for the third one. <laughs> so if you haven't watched How to Train Your Dragon, it is a very solid. So far, two movies. There are solid movies. They for are animated I, I, movies. They're in the, the upper. Like out of the movies that came out in the last like decade, mm-hmm. they're in that upper tier of animated movies. For sure. Because the for first one was fantastic. Show. The second one was very good. I'm interested to see. Because they made like a Netflix TV show off of it. Uh about like dragons and stuff like that and that ran for like four or five seasons on netflix like people were really invested in that property Mm -hmm. so i'm interested to see where it goes next david leitch leitch i don't think it's leitch so i'm gonna say leitch sorry leitch uh he co-directed john wick so there's that well he is signed on to direct a movie version of ubisoft's tom clancy video game the division Starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. Jake Jill. Jake Jill is my homie. So, for those of you who have never played The Division, that game was pretty good. It now, was. The Division is basically a game that takes place during the Christmas... Ho- or no, 
Black Friday holiday. And there is a virus that spread during Black Friday on like paper bills and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Infects a bunch of people in New York, kills people. And, you know, much like every like not like post-apocalyptic, quote unquote, there are people who die. There are people who become crazy, Negan, and try to rule the world, <laughs> stuff like that. And so Negan. the division is about these agents who were civilians trained in like basically not special forces, but trained to be like special, like the civilian version of special forces that when they get a specific call, yo, it's time to suit up and it's time to go. Yeah. The game had, the game was very heavily focused on like playing with friends because it was like, it was supposed to be like a group of four. So the Mm -hmm. game was heavily focused on playing with friends and trying and going through different things. The game was fun. It kind of like it had like an end, and then it was kind of like, okay, what do I do now? Which is yeah. unfortunate. I think, and I was watching it earlier. I think it would have been a better movie, oh, for than sure. a game. Yeah, and I think going with a movie, especially with Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain, this could be really good because the guy who this guy, David Leitch, I keep pronouncing it it's wrong. Leitch. He's also working. He's working on Deadpool too. So this guy's in after John Wick. He's been in high demand. Everyone wants him to direct their whatever they have with action. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see him do this movie because this could be a very good movie. What do you think? I'm ready. I, I like the game. Uh-huh. Uh, I I'm more of a, if I'm going through a campaign, I want to do it myself kind of thing. And so with the division, you got to like loves campaigns. on on certain missions. You have to like you have to have somebody. Yeah, you need or people. you have to be a certain level in uh-huh. order to like defeat the 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 enemies that are there. So I didn't like that part because I never played the game that much to like level up yeah, yeah. well enough. So I just was trash when I went to those certain missions or those certain areas of yeah, town yeah. of the of the what was it New York? Yeah, it was New York. So then you go to like the dark zone where there was like no, Bruh, The dark zone. I went there one time and then and I you left. Got thrash. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah, because that's where all the higher level people. <laughs> yeah, it's like nah, it's not for me. This so ain't for me. I walked in. Somebody sniped me and I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> I'm walking right back out. <laughs> Oh, so, so that's going to be interesting. I'm really excited. And that, that won't be till like 2023 or something like that. Because he still has stuff lined up between now and then. So yeah. that could be good. Uh, last, the movies and TV show news. According to the LA Times. La. Net, <laughs> according to the La Times, <laughs> Netflix is considering buying theaters in LA and New York City to gain a boost during Oscar season. Okay? Because they had Okja, Mudbound. Beasts of No Name, all these movies that were nominated for Oscars, but they're they're on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So they're considering buying movie theaters and playing those select, you know, I guess award type movies in movie theaters. I'm guessing for an extra price you would pay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you think? I think it's smart. Mm-hmm. Um would you pay the- if you saw a really good movie on Netflix like that in award season, would you pay Ten dollars to see it again in a in a movie theater. That's the question. Now, see, here's the thing. I don't know if I'd pay ten dollars to see it again. That's the thing. Because I already saw it. That's so like, the, that's the thing. I don't, if I saw it for free one time, I'm not gonna pay money to see it again. But that in and that that they're they're I can't talk. Therein lies what they have to go up against because if they go, if they do that. There's, there are going to be people that will pay $10 to see it again to support the movie. The question is how many and the cost of them putting it in the movie mm-hmm. versus the amount of tickets they need to sell to cover that cost. Will that ever happen? 
Well, what if they? What if they? And I'm just if they're listening uh-huh. to this, Netflix, like, please listen. You know, take this. I don't know if you guys are already doing this, but what if they make like Netflix makes a movie, like an Oscar worthy movie, uh-huh. and in those theaters that they bought, they only play that movie in those theaters before it even goes on to Netflix. But when you watch it, it says Netflix original. See in the theater. That's a good now. That's a good that way, way to they pay that for problem. it first. And then it goes to Netflix. That's a good way to counteract that problem. I like that. Or have those specific... Yeah, like I said, have those specific movies that are Oscar-worthy start in theaters and only in theaters mm-hmm. for a, for some time. Yeah. And then after a year or after eight months to a year, then they go to Netflix for the, for free. Yeah. I like that. I think make that's your, smart. Make your bread first. I, I like that. Netflix, come on. Listen to us. Put us on your marketing team. I think that's smart. Next. We'll make you money. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Next, we go into sports. We're going to sports. Wayne, what's the what's the sports topics today? Okay. What you got? So, I want to... Do you see the thing at the top? Yeah. I want to save that for, like, last. Okay. Because I feel like that's... <laughs> Funny. Chuckle worthy. Okay. So, anyway. What are you gonna start we're going to We're going to start with um something a little uh a little sad. You had to be the one. I, had to, I just want to get out the... Yeah. I'm sorry. Um... So if you guys don't know, our favorite NBA sports team is the San Antonio Spurs. And That's right. On They're Wednesday, trashed. <laughs> which we, don't we have, all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. But on Wednesday, um, this past Wednesday, when you guys hear this, it'll be a week yep. from this happening, probably somewhere around there. Uh, the the wife of our beloved coach Popovich, Greg Popovich, passed away at the age of sixty seven. Mm-hmm. From uh, I don't know what the the sickness was, but she'd, she'd been battling been, it for been, two yeah, years, I think. Yeah, she'd been hot battling it in the hospital, in and out for a while. And crazy. And the thing is, uh, first off, uh, you know, if they ever hear this, you know, prayers up for the whole Spurs organization for the the Popovich family. I know he has he has children, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and they're you know doing their own thing. So I know they're going to be going through some tough times here, but. The the what what surprises me is the fact that the Spurs, that whole organization is so good at like keeping, making sure that people's issues stay people's issues uh-huh. and not everyone else's yeah. gain yeah, yeah, for yeah. like media That's how because forever. When That's when everyone... is the last time you heard that she was sick or anything exactly. like that? They keep that so hidden. It's the same and, thing with well. And why, that's why people try to speculate so much with the Kawhi situation. They're like, he doesn't want to stay here. It's because they're not, because he's not giving them any information. Yeah. Because they want their personal lives to be separate. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh, he's going to the Lakers. He go like, no one said anything because he hasn't said a word because that man doesn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> he has no social media. I mean, the <laughs> literally. Just like, he's literally the, the guy you ask, hey, are you living under a rock? Have you not heard of Exactly. It's Kawhi Leonard. So. He's Patrick Starr. Prayers to that family. Because that's crazy. Because who else? So it's who's the guy that they that was on the Pelicans that happened to, and now he works for the Spurs, where his wife died in the car accident. Oh, is it Gentry? I don't. I don't remember. He was on the Pelicans, and his wife died, and he gave that ridiculously amazing speech. Um, because he used to work for the Spurs, uh-huh. and then he left the Pelicans and came back to the Spurs. I don't know if it was Gentry, but it's the same situation where the wife died. Mm-hmm. So, to go through that during the NBA Finals, that's ridiculous. And and I saw a quote from Danny Green talking about it. And he's like, 
this whole team has been really going through some stuff. Like somebody it's else been a rough season, had man. their wife pass. Somebody else, like uh, Russell Butler. Yeah, um, he passed. Yeah, away. he passed. Yeah, and then like I forgot about Butler. There was like he was like people on this team have you know lives outside of basketball. Yeah, and that's what's important. Like. Yeah, you know, we, we go in here and we play basketball for you for like fans and all that yeah. stuff. But we all have lives. That's the I forgot that's about That's what's Rasool. more important than Yeah. That's so crazy. shout out to the Spurs. We're probably gonna get swept by the Warriors, but I mean, at least we made it to the playoffs yet again. Twenty four twenty first time in a row. Yep. So last time the Spurs weren't in the playoffs, Space Jam was in the movies. Was in the movie theater. Oh, you talking about the last time they the first time they made it or the last time they weren't in the, the playoffs? The last time they weren't in the playoffs. Space okay. Jam is in the movie theater and the original PlayStation 1 just came out. It's the last time they weren't in the playoffs. Wow. You ex- Talk <laughs> about consistent greatness. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, what's next, Wayne? All right. So, we're going to go a little um, a little uh, NFL draft here real quick. Just okay. real quick. Just touch on a few things. Okay. And I want to get your take on some of these guys that are uh, you know, going into the draft real okay, quick. Okay, okay. We're going to start off with none other than that man, Saquon Barclay. Saquon. That's not how you say his name, but I said it just like that for entertainment purposes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What is your take on Saquon Barclay? Saquon? <laughs> He's a good guy. Like, from all the videos I've seen and the players from Penn State that speak of him, he, like a a Carson Wentz-esque, like, you build your franchise around this person. Mm-hmm. There are certain people that are that good that you don't necessarily build your franchise around. If that makes sense, yeah. Like, like uh, I wouldn't build my franchise around Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen or you know what I'm saying. I wouldn't build it around them. I I might build it around Lamar Jackson. Oh, definitely, yeah. But I would 1,000% build it around Saquon Barkley because he's someone who puts in the work, the effort, doesn't complain, gets it done. And as as people have seen, and you can watch on YouTube, uh, EXFAM, that man, more so than Christian McCaffrey, is your do-everything. Yeah. It's like, yo, if this is like, uh, if this is frustrating him, he's a person to like put Stuff on his shoulders. I'm like, all right, I'll I'll carry it. I'll be the one. That's what I think. Okay, so that's your take on Saquon Barkley. Yeah, um, my take is y'all better. Dra- whoever drafts him is getting a franchise player who is not only going to be a leader on the field but a leader in the locker room. One thousand percent. You can even you can see and then how people talk to this kid. He's a good kid, and yeah. that's rare for the NFL to not have a Reuben Foster. Or a Greg Hardy. Please don't have a Ruben Foster. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're, like oh, was it, who was the guy? Laramie Tunsil was a really good guy. Uh, the guard. Or the... No, he's on D... No, I forgot what he was. The lineman. And then there was a, a video of him smoking through a bong. And then he <laughs> dropped like 15 yeah. spots. Like, there's rare that you come across a kid like that. Like mm-hmm. a Carson Wentz. And I'm trying to think beforehand in the draft. Um, but that's my that's my two cents. Okay. So, I'm going to skip over Sam Darnold and Rosen. Because I don't think they're that good people like, are praising them like so I much said, i said earlier there are no quarterbacks to me c- close to wentz and Goff. what they've done the last two years and how they've grown mm-hmm. none of the quarterbacks i think will be that in two years mate like if you give them four 
maybe Rosen, depending on if he can get with the right like quarterback guru and learn and all that stuff. Maybe Baker if he has the right team, but I don't see any like straight off the bat having that impact. Yeah. Okay. So next, we're gonna we're gonna do away with quarterbacks for now. Even though there are some other good quarterbacks coming, like Baker Mayfield, you mentioned Lamar Jackson. JT Barrett. I think is coming in. Oh, he is. I think so. He had the. Is he gonna come as a receiver? Or is he gonna be a quarterback? I think he's coming in as a quarterback. Okay. Let me let me. You know what? You guys fact check me on that. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching the the QB to QB thing with Russell yeah, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had one with JT Barrett. Okay, nice. So I, I would. I That's just right. assumed Russell that he was Wilson going. Is doing that now. Yeah. yeah. I just assumed that he was going to the. Draft. Okay. I, I didn't. I, yeah. Anyway, um, I want to talk about another person on the defensive side of the ball. I want to okay. talk about Shaq Griffin, the one with the with no left hand. Oh, my boy Shaquille Griffin. Uh, is it is it Shaquille or is it no, Shaquille? I'm sorry. His brother is Shaquille, right? His brother is Shaquille. And he's already in the NFL. He's already in. Shaquille is the one that's coming in right now. With the he ran a ridiculous forty time. Oh yeah. He and he still the, put up 225 with a prosthetic 19 times, 20 times. Yeah. So, what's your question? What's your take on Shaquem? Where where do you think where do you think he'll fall? I, th- in the I draft? And he's a, like I said, he's a Saquon Barkley playing level not that high, but mm. leadership ability, I see a lot for that kid. Okay. okay? And you I mean everyone ask his brother what he's had to go <laughs> what he's had to go through to being told no, you can't, no, you can't, no, you can't. 6,000 times, and is out there destroying people. So With one hand. I, I think he'll be like a round four, three or four. I think he could go in round two. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would love for him to go in round two. I, I think people are just, like, there's still stigmas behind it. So I yeah. think he'll be a, and he's a linebacker, right? I think so, yeah. He'll be a three, uh, he'll be probably a four. If, if I'm honest, he'll probably be a four. And the weird thing is... He he'll be have, at end of round three, round four. And he, it's whoever gets him is going to be a steal. Everyone yeah, knows yeah, for that. Sure. It's just the stigma of like, well, it's the same, not the same thing, but it, stigma-wise, like Joe Mixon. When the Bengals drafted Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon punched a girl. Like, he's crazy. Not crazy. He was an idiot to do that. There's a stigma with it, but his playing level... So I I like I think he'll be end of round three, round four. But I think if you pair, I think he'll. I don't know if he's a middle or left or right, but I think he is a solid, especially with that speed, with running backs now having the ability to do screens and running backs having the ability to catch more than like they're they're not Sean Alexander's. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, listen, he's a runner. That boy got no hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, there are more David Johnsons. Shout out to me. Like, hey. There are more David Johnson who will receive for almost a thousand yards. Yeah. There are more Levions. There are more uh, uh, Alvin Kamara. Like there are more receiving backs. You need someone who can cover sideline to sideline with that speed. Like it's no question he deserves to be on an NFL roster. I just don't yeah. know who's going to pick him up. And the thing is, even though he doesn't have a hand, he he can catch fairly well. Exactly for anyone for I mean, as well as anyone who doesn't have a left hand. Yeah, but it's still pretty good compared to all these other guys who keep dropping stuff on defense. Like they don't know that their hands work. And that's why that's why for him, I'm like, yeah, everyone, I'm like, y'all, y'all gotta y'all gotta pay attention. Yeah, let's do a one hand about to take your spot. Yeah. All like, right. So that's how bad. That's how. That's not how bad you are, but that's how much he outworks you. That's how much hustle and determination and grind he has. Y'all in the league need to wake up because this kid's going to be good. 
Yes. Go ahead. And last but certainly not least, I said I wasn't going to go quarterback, but I have to. I was going to go, we're talking about Chubb. Um, what's Bradley? Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Yeah. But I want to hear your take on Lamar Jackson. <laughs> because that dude. I think Lamar, and, and everyone in the beginning, like, will he switch to receiver? No. No. I think that kid's going to be good. I think he needs to learn a system. And you put him in a pro-style system in the NFL. But I, I think Lamar Jackson's going to be good. He's not going to be in Robert Griffin, who people keep comparing him to. He's just going to tear his knee. No, because mm-hmm. a coach is not going to be that stupid and tell him to get out there right after his knee went sideways. Yep. That's on you, Redskins. <laughs> Y'all dumb. Moving on yeah. to <laughs> NFC East, Robbie. Y'all stupid. Um, he's going to be good because of that dual-threat ability. But contrary to... Like Robert, he's not going to be the run first mentality, which a lot of people are like, yeah, he's going to want to run every play and he's going to get injured and mobile quarterbacks don't last long and all that. That's not going to be the case. That's not going to be the case. Okay. Cause I, th- I think of him as more along the lines of Vic where Vic obviously was a mobile beast. Vic had a cannon yeah. for an arm, a cannon. I think, I think Lamar Jackson is going to be a good one, two threat. Go ahead. I saw a video. They were doing like a Lamar Jackson special on uh-huh. ESPN, I think. Uh-huh. And there was a video of him literally throwing a football from goal line to goal line. That kid has a cannon. I was like, you got to be kidding <laughs> you me. You got to be nuts. He threw the ball from one, uh, 100 yards. Exactly what I'm saying. I, I don't I, know if he can still do that now because that was like a long time ago. Uh-huh. But I would assume like he could still I do that. I envision him as – I'm not now. I'm not saying he will be the next Michael Vick. But I envision him in those in those same molding lines uh-huh. as if he gets to the point where he is a dual threat, y'all better watch out because it's it's the same. Like I I think he can be a better Russell Wilson. Well, Russell Wilson those few years when Seattle was on top, Russell Wilson didn't run as much, but Russell mm. Wilson can throw. Yeah, like he's there's nothing to scoff at Russell Wilson's ability. I think Lamar Jackson will be a Russell Wilson, maybe even a little bit better. See, the point for where for me, be, I compare Russell Wilson more to Baker Mayfield because they're size. they're both like height wise, yeah, yeah, they're around yeah. the same, and their style of like getting out of the pocket and like making extending That's plays, exactly. they look almost the same when I they think, do that. I think Russell does a little bit better, but I think oh for sure, yeah, yeah. If Baker learned from Russell, Baker would be fine. QB to QB, they already had one That's of those. What I'm saying if if he learned from him, he'd be fine, but. That's neither here nor there. All right, so that's the end of our our draft thing. Boom. Next up is our Pixar bracket. We're gonna fly through this. I need my pen. You don't need a pen. Just use your mind. So, right now we are on. My pen's right there. I need. I need. I need my pen. Why you throw it? You could have just handed it to me, dude. (laughs) Right now we are on first round, second round. So is this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven? So that was the elite eight. We're on the elite eight right now. Ooh, let's get it. So we're gonna go to we're gonna start with the left side. Okay. Oh wait, so hold on. One, two, th- okay, yeah, we are in the lead eight. We're in the lead eight. Okay. So we're gonna start on the left side. Okay? The left side, Lion King versus Tangled. Boo. Lion King versus Tangled. You wanna do one, two, three? Hold on. I'm still Writing in my okay, ready one. Wait, wait. You have Lion King versus Tangled. Yeah, oh, I have yeah. Lion King versus Moana. Okay, one, two, three. Lion, Lion King. King. Okay, okay, that was simple. Like I didn't. <laughs> so, I don't even know why I took time to like Lion tell King. you who I had there because it was automatically losing anyway. So next, what do you have? 
I have Aladdin versus Zootopia. And I have Aladdin versus Beauty and the Beast. Give me Ooh. give me some time. Give me you give me give that? me two seconds. Yes, the other I side ain't come back. the other side ain't that much easier. Uh, we're gonna go on the bottom. The other side. What's your bottom matchup? I have Nemo versus Incredibles. I have Ratatouille versus Incredibles. Woo. All right, I know what I, I I know what I must do. One, two, three. Incredibles. Yeah, I'm gonna go Incredibles. Incredible, incredible. I need you to stop. Incredible. Uh, and I have Up versus Toy Story three. I have Up versus Coco. Did you watch Coco? I can't find a place to watch Coco. Your decision for this is irrelevant. Well, I'm picking up, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up too. I'm gonna pick up. I can't. I can't take a movie that I haven't seen that far. <laughs> All right, so we're coming to Aladdin versus Utopia, or and Aladdin versus Beauty and the Beast. Can I make a confession to you? You're gonna pick Beauty and the Beast. I, I think I will. And, and I'll tell you why. I've watched the Beauty and the Beast story more than I've watched the Aladdin story. I like Aladdin, but that movie may as well be Robin Williams featuring <laughs> featuring the, everyone uh, else. Everyone else. Like the movie is good. As soon as Robin Williams gets in there, the movie is fantastic. You know what I'm saying? That's not a bad thing. It's just things that I notice with certain movies. It's like, hey, we're good. Oh my gosh, that one guy was amazing. Because that guy's amazing. It's and not then, even. It's not a bad thing. It's not even a good thing. It's the best thing. <laughs> it's the best thing. But it's it's not the movie's fault. I uh, this is hard because the songs in Aladdin are very good. I can show you the world. Prince Ali, Samzani Ali Ababa. That song, right? Is that right? You disgust <laughs> me at this moment. <laughs> I forgot the words. Um, so did I. It's okay. Beauty and the Beast, though, is a classic. Straight up, I'm talking animated Beauty and the Beast, not necessarily the the real life one. I thought it was okay. Right, I have I have my. He loved the real the real life Beauty and the Beast. Yes, I thought it was okay. Give we miss you, but Aladdin. Give is coming back soon. <gasps> Aladdin <gasps> versus Beauty and the Beast. Crap. What's I, I one, know I know my pick. two three Aladdin. Dang it! I'm gonna go Beauty and the Beast. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our final four. Is what? What's your final four? My final four is Lion King versus Aladdin and Up versus The Incredibles. Oh. Mine is Lion King and Beauty and the Beast and Up versus Incredibles. So we got, we're three for four right now. Yeah. Like, that's pretty Wait, interesting. We may end up with a Lion King versus Incredibles fam. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. My mind fam. is melting right now. So just be aware of that. I'm going to go home and, like, well, I'm just going to, you know, research and cry and <laughs> and be like trying to find a way that aladdin could beat lion king in, in in some sort of off off weird way i don't think it's gonna happen though dang this is gonna be tough this is gonna be tough i don't like life at this moment last but not least it's time for the exchange <gasps> the exchange that's right the exchange is a part uh the exchange come on now is a part of the show where you ex fam you guys will send us your questions okay they can be goofy funny serious uh relationship advice sad advice happy advice whatever you need for us to talk about it on air and so we'll talk about these questions so we want you to send these questions on twitter use the hashtag ask ask ex okay today's question is by anonymous and we getting into some relationship advice. It's been a while since we've done something like this, relationship-wise. This is going to be interesting. Uh, question from Anonymous. 
Relationship question incoming. Ooh. Yeah. Let's the fire medic. Or the, or the, or the, or the Cardi B, the... <laughs> Speaking of Cardi B, before we go, um, there is a... Re- First of all, did you see the video? I She was like pregnant and twerking. Did you see that? <laughs> at, at what, Coachella? Yeah. yeah. Um, someone, someone... There's so many funny memes about that. Someone put that video of Toad freaking out. And they were like, that's her baby in the womb. <laughs> While she's doing that. Mama, just, stop. Mama, ah, like, Which is probably what's happening. Mama, chill. Uh, Cardi, don't twerk while you're pregnant again. I please. bet that baby's going to come out. And when, she, when the baby cries, it's going to be like, oh. Okay. And ew. Anyway, uh, relationship advice incoming. If you and your girlfriend or slash boyfriend have called it quits. Okay. And someone in the relationship is clingy. Slash cannot get past the breakup. And can be unstable at some points, begging for more chances and begging to restore the relationship. How do you care for them, but continue to tell them a fresh start is what's best? They gave us a loaded question. Boy. Man. Okay. Uh, So basically, how do you split up with your girlfriend or boyfriend when the girlfriend or boyfriend can be somewhat unstable and clingy and tries to get back together even though you are convinced there needs to be a fresh start. You guys need to move on. Yes. Wayne, go. Whoa, dang, you're going to just... You first. Put me on... Oh, god, On the spot. Okay. Um, how do you do this? <laughs> well, I... Um, Talk I to don't know. I've, for me, like, I've never been one to, like, beat around the bush kind of thing. Uh-huh. So, like, if, if I'm going to break up with you, like, it's going to be like, hey, this ain't... This ain't what this was supposed to be. So we got to move. Hey, I, wish you could, go. I, wish, yeah, like, yeah, I wish you could see Wayne's face. Hey, <laughs> listen. Hey, that's what you talk to me. That's like the the thing where it's like you, you know it's not you, it's me kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Except I'd be like it's it's you, but you know like we can we can work through this. We can get over this and move on and be fresh. And you do your thing and I do my thing because uh-huh. you know blah blah blah. I just can't do it no more. That would be me. And I would just straight up tell you. Now, if at that point, you know, you're still like, oh my gosh, we can still uh, yeah, what work, if that work person's through this. Unstable or can, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I would just, if, if I were in that situation, I would just uh, try and calm them down and try and help them understand like this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And maybe try and help them get that fresh start that they need. Yeah. Because if you, I mean, obviously you still care about that person. Yeah. You you don't hate that person. You don't person. want them to die or like, yeah. You know, yeah. You don't want them to like harm themselves in any way. Yeah. You still care about them, so maybe you, maybe um, help them with that first start. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like help them understand that maybe what what y'all had wasn't working, but maybe what they find with someone else will work. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, you give them that Bible. You give them you that get, Bible. You give, you give them that Bible. Because the Bible tell you some things about what God's got in store for you with your plans. Wow. With his well, his plans for you. <laughs> yeah, get that organ. I'm going to start <laughs> preaching. Hey, the it's Bible says. You start dancing. <laughs> in Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's but good anyway, answer. yeah. I mean, ultimately, get back to the word. Because there you will find your answers for moving on and getting over someone. Uh-huh. Because honestly, I think... When when you're looking for someone, 
and you're hard luck looking for someone, like you're intent on looking for someone, you may not find someone. Mm-hmm. But it's in those moments when when you're like, you maybe you just got out of a relationship and it was, you know, oh my gosh, I love you, but it's not going to work kind of thing. And in that moment, God will be like, I know you think you love this person, but look at this person that I got waiting for you over here. Yeah. That person is the one you need to be, you know, yeah, yeah. in love with. Uh-huh. And it's not until you finally let go of that person that you can fully accept the person coming in. Well. So, I would, hey, start it, end it with Jesus. That's how wow. I would do this. <laughs> single, single sentence. See how that all worked, yeah. all came Dude, full that circle? that was a really good answer. Hey, that's what that I do. That was really yeah. good, man. I'm Dr. I'm Dr. Phil with these. I'm Dr. Phil with I'm these. Dr. Phil. So, I don't want to steal your answer. Go ahead. I, you know what? It's not stealing. I'm giving it to you. I like it. Um, I'd say, Anonymous, it's, it's along the same lines that you said. One, time. Time is important. Because time allows you... Um, for time allows each person in that relationship that was broken to one, find themselves two find God, three, find someone else. Time allows you to do that. You're not going to do it the next week after, like, you're not going to break up. Okay. Now I can find some of it. That's not how that works because to me, dating is different than what a lot of, to me, dating is different than what society says dating is. You know what I'm saying? Like, the majority of people in the world will tell you dating is for the purpose of hooking up. To me, dating is like to me, dating is you getting to know someone, and then when inevitably that relationship fails, or if that uh, if that relationship inevitably fails, then that gives you time to reflect on yourself and see what you did wrong and how you can correct yourself, and then you try to date again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To me, like that's why to me the whole you know sex before marriage like is important because that ruins your your uh, relationship down the line with your husband or wife. You know what I'm saying? Because to date here, to date there, to date... Like, to me, that's not a problem with dating people. Like, I wouldn't date, like, 30 people. But I there's no problem with me dating other people because dating, in my mind, is something completely different. Yeah. Dating is seeing if you're compatible with someone and then working on your own flaws to try to better yourself so that... When you grow up, and as you grow up, not age, but mentally, okay? Because there are some 45-year-olds that are married that act like they're 15. Yeah. And vice versa. When you grow up mentally, then you can realize what the mistakes were that you did, what the mistakes that the other person did, and then apply that to that relationship where you're like, yo, I can see myself with this person for the rest of eternity, for the rest of time, etc. So, I think time is important. Because uh, time helps you to care for them. At a distance. You know what I'm saying? Because the last part, the last thing they want is to be around you more, I think. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the last thing, if the person, if you guys break up and you're not together anymore, but you're always around each other, it can be confusing for that person. Yeah. It can be confusing for you. And then you're in a situation where like, wait, I thought we broke up. Mm-hmm. Why are we back together? You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think time and distance is if I'm giving you like a formula. Time yeah. <laughs> plus distance. <laughs> Over gravity, yeah. uh, time and distance is Equals important. Successful breakup. <laughs> time and distance is important because it allows you and that person to get each other out of your heads. Like you said, go back to the word and to focus on, okay, what did I do wrong? How can I fix myself? And how can I fix how I attack relationships? 
Because some people just attack relationships physically, where all they're looking for is a physical connection and they leave. Physical connection, they leave. And they have no emotional investment. So by the time you're married, you're like, oh, dang it. We want a divorce after two years. And it's like, well, duh, because you, you haven't learned how to emotionally invest in someone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it's part that, but also, what, what was the end of yours? What did you say? Go back to Jesus? Yeah, yeah, no, no, before that. What are you talking about? Elaborate for me because I, um, I am perplexed and confused. If you and your girlfriend call it quits and someone in a relationship is clean, get, cannot get past the breakup, it can be okay. So, can be unstable at points. Oh, that's like obviously mental health is very important. Yes, I say this with trepidation. That's my two dollar word. Ooh, trepidation. I Stephen say A. This Smith with trepidation. It is you can care for someone, okay. You can care for other people in a relationship. You can care for people in a relationship that you're not in anymore, technically. However, comma, treading lightly, it's not your job to care for their mental health. Let me say that again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not your job to care for their mental health. Now, you can care for their mental health, but it's not your sole job and your sole duty to make sure their mental health is at 100%. Because your mental health will not be at yeah. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? That And that's not saying, well, you don't care for their mental health. It's saying support them. Support means to add. Like, add support. Mm-hmm. Not be the one foundation for them. That that When that breakup happens, then it's like, okay, now I need to understand that I can't be there all the time to support that person however if i have to send a text every month or i have to say hey i'm praying for you hey i'm i'm praying for you this month or hey if you need help i'll help you here you can still do that but those you need to make those sparringly like you need sparing Sparing. that needs to happen sparringly yeah i can't think that needs to happen sparringly it doesn't need to happen every week because that person like i said they'll get confused and like oh that means we're getting back together no it's Hey, I'll help you here. And then you, like a time and distance, let that person grow. Hey, do you need any, and come back after a while. Because the the worst thing you want to do is for that breakup to happen. And you guys are never friends anymore. And you hate each other. And you silently curse each other. And you can't stand that other person. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's the worst fallout from breakups. Especially if if you break up and you guys run in different circles. That That's different. Then you guys won't see each other. But if you break up and you're around each other often, like let's say Wayne and someone broke up, uh, but they both attend the same church. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's situations like that where it's like, yo, before you would see that person literally like on a weekly basis. You know what I'm saying? And now, now even if you're not together, you will still see that person at some point. It's like that. that's fine because there's situations that you can't control. However... Don't be, don't try to seek out that person like that. Don't try to hold a lot of conversations with that person. Right after the breakup, you need time, distance, and Jesus. Yes. TDJ. Time, distance, and Jesus. Jesus probably come first, though. Yeah. JTD. Well, Jesus plus time plus distance JTD. equals successful yes. relationship. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I, I think that's what, that's how you care for them, mm-hmm. but continue. To tell them, like, yo, a fresh start is very important. A fresh start is necessary. And this is what's going to help you fresh start. 
Because I, I, I firmly believe if you guys break up, I, I firmly believe like you talk to them within that first week about, okay, this is why we did it. This is where we're, this is where we're at. This is what we need to do. And then you tell them, okay, get with God, get with your Bible and get alone and figure out who you are and take time to work on yourself. And then I'm not talking to that person for a good, like probably month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause you got, what do you think? Well, so it's interesting that you said the, uh, like if Wayne was dating someone, uh-huh. they broke up. They took because that actually happened oh, to me once. God, <laughs> and look, I didn't even plan that. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, and it was interesting because you know, like I did still see that person. We were at the same school. Exactly. We were, I was in band and she was in color guard. So like it's, it's oh a, my god. So it's like right there, literally all the time, every day. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> and so I was like, dang. Um, but uh, I mean. It was still kind of awkward. Like, we were not together. Yeah. But it was weird how, even though we weren't together, the our dynamic was stronger than when we were together. I don't know if that makes wow. sense. Because we saw each other after the breakup for too long. Yeah. And it was like, you know, mixed signals get sent in, and then uh-huh. you don't know exactly if, like, did we break up? Like, who, like, what happened? And exactly. Then stuff like that happens, and you're like, okay, now we're both confused. And so, like, you know... We ended up like just like going our separate ways because uh-huh. I graduated right before she did. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm out. Deuces. And then I went and did my own thing and uh-huh. she, while she was still there. And and so in that in that moment, we didn't give each other time to like find out who we were without the other person, uh-huh. which is something that I actually tell some of my other friends who are getting out of relationships. Like you can't just go from Relate- here oh, to then. here oh, to here. You do that a lot. And it's horrible for yeah. you. And if my friends are listening to this and this is, this applies to you, you know exactly what you're talking, you who know I'm talking, who talking to. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, um, going from one relationship to the next without finding out who you are without having a significant other, mm-hmm. I feel like is the one of the worst things you can do. Wow. Because you were one way with one person. That didn't work out. You didn't give yourself time to figure out who you are by yourself. You're going to do the same thing. You're going to do the exact same thing with the next person. Uh-huh. Once you take time to figure out who you are, like who you are, just chilling with yourself, mm-hmm. with God, you know, just you just talk to Him and figure out exactly who you are. Wow. Then once you are content with who you are and where you are in life, that's when He'll be. That's when God will be like, "Okay, you're ready." This so is here's, the type of person you need to pursue. So here's someone right here uh-huh. that compliments. Who you are when you're by yourself. Preach, preacher. That way, whenever that person comes in, it's like nothing ever changed except, oh, there's another person here. Wow. And y'all just fit. Wow. Instead of you trying to, you know, be somebody else Uh for that person, you can be yourself in yourself for that person. And it's enough for that person. You know what I mean? Like sometimes people are, when when they're jumping to a new relationship, they have to be more than who they are. Uh Uh-huh. When you find out who you are in yourself- that your yourself is enough for that person and you don't have to be anyone but But who you are wow that's my two cents i know we took that that question like we took that question a little extra that was that was good it was needed fam that was good ex fam that is the episode we out here slinging advice dog we out here slinging advice (laughs) good lord thank you guys for tuning in this week we will be back next week and soon we will be back visually for you guys to talk about Movies, TV shows, sports, relationship advice, etc. Wayne? You said we'll be back visually, but we're not there yet, so. 
That's what I said. We will. We will. You said you will, I said we'll we be, be back. back. We, just ignore that. We can't Arnold we Schwarzenegger the YouTube verse if we're not there yet, <laughs> David. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> uh, Wayne, why don't you sign off for us? For this episode, hey, it's your boy Wayne the Hattrick, Wizzy Webb, back on these ones, twos, through 500s. Um, anyway, we love you guys. Keep sending us those questions. Keep listening to us. Tell your friends. Tell your mama. Tell your daddy. Tell your brother. Your sister. Your aunt. Your ankle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You said ankle. I did. Your ankle. <laughs> Keep going. This is what happens when I sign off. I make uh-huh. up. I make up family members. Anyway, uh, we love you guys. Keep rocking with us. Till next time. Peace out to every single entire Girl Scout. Peace. <laughs>